This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why, this is why. Pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why the podcast. Welcome to the This Is Why podcast. I'm journalist, author, and comedy writer, Laura Lane. And I'm author and editor Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we give best friend advice on topics including pop culture, news, friendship, dating, workplace dynamics, parenting, and whatever else is on your mind. This week's episode is called A Very Weird Holiday Season. We will be answering your listener questions, including one from a listener who wants job search advice and another who has a crush on a guy at her gym. Then we're talking about what's in the news, celebs talk postpartum sex, and how to get a friend to stop treating you like a therapist. First, Angela, what is going on in your mind this week? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I've been on an emotional roller coaster, but I wanted to give everybody an update on my dad because I talked um, previously on an episode yes. about how... He had been diagnosed with um, colon cancer and uh, he had just gotten surgery, I think, when when we recorded. So uh, even though they had us prepare for like potentially him ha- needing chemo and it being pretty advanced, they actually caught it like right in time and he wound up, they, they removed the whole tumor and he doesn't even need chemo. So that's amazing. It's like, Absolutely amazing. He is the luckiest man in the world because he went into this with so many factors against him. And I mean, he's in a lot of pain right now from his surgery, but he's looks like he's going to be okay. And and this is the longest he's gone without smoking a cigarette probably since he was 13 years old. Wow. So I'm actually hoping that this could be an amazing life-changing moment for him. Um, it's definitely going to be hard. Is he uh, done smoking like altogether? He says he is. Wow. I know. This he, really is like your close call with death is like a, I don't know, it changes your life. It's like what they say. Yeah. You like, you wish you could, you could trick your mind to doing that without actually facing the close call, but it's impossible. Right. It's impossible to do. It is. And I, he's tried in the past and like, it's never really stuck, but I think that this is gonna do it and like he's already I can see he's already like breathing a little better like normally you can just hear him wheezing all the time and like I don't know he has to feel better I mean he was walking around with a gigantic tumor up his ass and oh my god Angela (laughs) no but honestly Angela he, he probably feels so much more amazing and he got he had gotten used to not feeling well and that's why he never did anything so I'm like you are a new man now. Oh my god. You are god. tumorless. You are not smoking. He just felt uh, like he had to poop all the time, maybe. He did it. I mean, he 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 kind of feels like that now too, post surgery. But oh, yeah, no. like he had stomach aches. <laughs> but, but that's because they like removed a, a big chunk of his colon. But hopefully, uh eventually he'll be feeling better in that regard as well. Um Your mom must yeah. be so relieved. We're all extremely relieved. Um it was an emotional roller coaster. We're all pretty much drained, and I think we're all still processing. I don't think my dad believes that he's okay yet. Uh, it was like he, a whirlwind. Re- it all happened very fast. It was like a very quick, like diagnosed surgery. I mean, thank God they like get you in that quick. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean we we had considered like 
because like he went to the hospital in in my hometown and we were like should he go to Sloan which is like a popular or like you know really good cancer hospital in the city uh and it's actually honestly good that we didn't pull him out and do that because that would have taken time and he like didn't really have a lot of time to get the tumor out before it spreads so wow I know uh, but yeah, things are good. I don't want to like speak too soon, but of course, of course, of course. it feels like we're on the other side of it and things, things are good. So appreciate everyone's thoughts and prayers. You did. You asked, prayers. you asked for the prayers. <laughs> you asked for the prayers and they came. That's right. Um, but yeah, so things, things are good. Feeling, feeling lucky, feeling blessed. You, uh, yes. Yes. Ble- hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. But in like this actually season. blessed. This is when it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Every day is like highs and lows. I don't know. Like I'll get like, you know, scary news about a family member at health scare. And then, you know, I'll have a really nice day and see friends. I Right before I recorded this podcast, I got like, you know, a news alert from the New York times. And it was like pregnant women are at a higher risk of like complications from COVID and like almost double of like dying from COVID of women that are like at the same age with symptoms and higher risk of preterm. So I'm like pretty freaked out right now because I would every day is like, I'm weighing different risks, you know, and we are extremely careful. We don't, you know, we don't do anything really indoors, but now I really am weighing anything anything like should I truly not go into like any store for five minutes you know I get my groceries delivered we only ever see friends outside but I'm like oh my god should I not go to lunch with a friend unless I know they've quarantined because you have to take your mask off to eat and you're not six feet apart when you're at a table you know right and so I I'm just like overthinking everything and just pretty freaked out I don't really know how to handle it I'm like should I just be in a bubble for the next six months and not do anything I'm just freaked out I mean I definitely am not gonna get on a plane and but yeah I'm just this is a good episode to be doing this because the holidays are coming up and I don't know for um you know it's it's all just it's all very scary I would say in terms of reading scary articles about like COVID and pregnancy and worst case scenarios that is definitely something I learned in the situation with my dad uh, I guess, well, it's easier when it comes to myself. I think I'm quicker to Google things. But for him, I just right away was like, I'm not Googling any of these symptoms. I'm not going right. on the internet and scaring myself because then I will just like be by myself without a doctor around to like consult and I'm just going to spiral. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, this comes out after Thanksgiving and we know we're not going anywhere for Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, there's still Christmas and then there's New Year's and I mean, New Year's, it's like, we're just not going to do anything, but, but Christmas, you know, the grandparents want to see their grandkid and it's, it's all just, it's all just very scary and a little, a little freaky. So I'm in a, I'm in a strange place right now. Yeah. Well, we haven't, I feel like you and I haven't acknowledged on the podcast together that you are pregnant. Right. I did the pregnant episode with Nicholas. Uh, Nick, good old Nick. Good old Nick. But Saint you've Nick. known really early on because you I did. You knew you were one of the first people that I told because you're I think your best friend. And 
And it was really early on when I I had gotten like freaked out by these nurses that were, you know, yeah. it's not like I want people to lie to me. I want them to tell me their concerns, but but it did cause a lot of early unnecessary anxiety and scared, right. scared. in an already anxious year. Totally, which... where it was like, oh, your your hormone levels are like double, triple. Like it could be twins. It could be it could be like Down syndrome. It could be like all these things that just have me completely freaked out. Uh, like I can barely carry one baby as it is. Like right. it's, it's all just very scary. And yeah, they got me freaked out early on. So I was talking to you about that and, and it's just been ups and downs. So yeah, this pregnancy has been hard to, everyone's like, Oh my God, congratulations. I'm like, yes, I'm so grateful. I'm pregnant. I'm grateful. The baby's healthy. I'm grateful. The baby's still inside me. It's just, it's hard to just completely relax when you're high risk for preterm delivery and you're in a pandemic where if you get COVID, it can cause a ton of complications when I'm already at this high risk situation. Um, and my, my pregnancy already feels very like vulnerable and like life feels fragile and right. Um, I don't know. I've just, I've had like a lot of people in my life as sad as it is that have like lost babies, like very late. And like nobody talks about it. It's a taboo thing. So I really am just at a place where I'm like, life is so fragile. Like until the baby is in my arms, I I'm still just like every day's a gift. Every day's a gift. Every day's a gift. Yeah. Please stay healthy. Please stay inside me. So I don't know. It's hard. It's everyone's like, congratulations. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, and it's not that I'm and I don't I hope they don't think it's because I'm not excited. I'm so excited. I I want this baby more than anything, which is why I'm like so hesitant to like almost like jinx it in a way. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. I think that like there is a level of that to every pregnancy, but it's just like amped up to 1000 considering everything that you've gone through and like the world that we're living in right now. So it sucks. It's totally understandable that you feel that way, but it also sucks that it has to be kind of shrouded and like you just want to feel happy. I just want to feel happy be, like, in the nursery and just have like some guarantee from some higher being that like this everything will be fine and I'm gonna have my you know healthy baby who will you know be this amazing little brother and um and and yeah I wish I had just like had this guarantee where I could just like ooh, take like a you know breathe, breathe out a little bit but in the meantime I'm doing a lot of like <laughs> apparently everyone my doctor's like you're very stressed out and that's also not good Aww. for preterm and so I've been doing a lot of like you know, uh, like over the top self care, <laughs> which I've, I'm like, my job right now is to be pregnant. So I'm grateful that I have the like time to do it. I mean, yeah. I, w I, w I wish work stuff was a little busier because, you know, when I have two kids, I'm, it's going to be harder to, to do stuff. Like now is like crunch time when I wish I could be doing a lot of projects, but it's just been, it's been like a little hard in the pandemic to get like anything new rolling. So it's been very yeah. slow for me. So I'm like, all right, maybe this is a sign. I just, you know, am I like going to take things slow? I, you know, will freelance every now and then do the podcast. And then my job is being pregnant and just taking care of right. myself, myself and really my, men my mental health is what that means. Like my physical body, you know, doing my online yoga classes, trying to just like meditate and just a lot of self-care and trying to not be stressed out when I'm already so stressed out about the being, being at risk for preterm coronavirus, being in a big city, um, being away from family and all those other things that kind of add up. So 
Yeah. Oh. I, to- I totally understand where you're coming from with that. I- I've been torn between thinking like either it's a blessing that I uh, don't have a job right now because I would be really distracted and with everything going on with my family. So like it's kind of good that I can focus on that. But at the same time, it's nice to have a distraction. Exactly. I really so- do. Because when I am in like a-, a project that I'm really excited about, like I get so involved that I really don't think about anything else. So I wish right. like a measure when I'm not doing anything, then all I think about is all my worries. But when I'm doing too much, then I'm, you know, stressed out. And that's not great either. Especially it's not great for anybody. Um, right. Stress stress is bad for anybody's health. But, you know, especially when you're pregnant. Um, yeah, I mean, they say, you know, for like, it's like you got to eat healthy, keep your stress down and like get sleep and exercise that's like the key to fountain of life or youth or whatever they say but anyways that's where I'm at (laughs) well I am not pregnant but I somehow relate (laughs) oh we're 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 in it together we're in it together yeah um all right we're gonna jump into our mailbox and talk about other people's concerns not our own which will be nice and refreshing escapism from our own life First, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Elite MD CBD, and their Elite MD CBD Sleep Tincture, which helps you sleep with their the CBD in it. Uh, we have talked for a very long time on the podcast about how Angela's boyfriend, Ian, has insomnia and he has trouble sleeping. So... You were very excited when you saw that this was a podcast sponsor. Tell me about uh, Ian's experience with Elite MD CBD. So Ian has struggled with insomnia pretty much the entire time I have known him, which is like seven years. Um, and he's tried everything at this point. And I will say the only thing that seems to make a small difference for him is CBD. So. We were very excited to try our Elite MD CBD. And I mean, like, yeah, it it helps. He is like a case of somebody who uh, I don't know if he's ever going to sleep uh, a full night, but he gets a few hours in and that's all he can ask for at this point. I mean, it, that's that's great. I have family members who also like CBD is the only thing that helps. And so this is yeah. like a tincture that's made for that. Um, and the other great thing about CBD versus like a sleeping pill is that for him, at least there aren't like any side effects, like a lot of sleeping pills, you'll feel groggy the next morning or and whatever. you can get like, yeah. And you, yeah, it was like a hot mess. Like, it's yeah, like you yeah. get like addicted, whatever. I'm not a doctor, but yeah. like, I'm like, I've just heard, it's from, not good. I've just heard from people like, don't, don't do that if you don't have to. Exactly. So if you struggle even periodically with poor sleep, try Elite MD CBD. Elite MD CBD stands out because it is doctor developed and recommended. And for a short time only, you can try this amazing sleep remedy for 20% off plus shipping is 100% free. So that's exciting. Um, So, I mean, it's working for Ian. I think it'll work for you. Go to EliteMDCBD.com slash sleep. And be sure to use our special offer code, This is Y 20 at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. This is a full-spectrum tincture of 1,000 
MGs of CBD. And that's important. Not many CBD products are doctor developed and include a total of 1,000 milligrams of the pure CBD that you need for a great night's sleep. So that's EliteMDCBD.com slash sleep, E-L-I-T-E-M-D-C-B-D.com. Add that slash and the word sleep and then use my offer code. This is Y20 for the extra 20% off and free shipping. Don't forget our offer code. This is Y20 at EliteMDCBD.com forward slash sleep. All right, Angelo, what is in the mailbox? Okay. First up, we have a question from our listener, Claire. And Claire writes, hi, Laura and Angela. I am a college student and recently moved into my first apartment. I'm looking for a second job so I can pay rent, but I'm not getting any leads. My experience is in customer service retail, um, so that's what I'm looking for. Since everything is online these days, I'm wondering if you have any advice on how to get noticed by employers in a sea of applicants. Stay safe and love the podcast as always. Um, oh, this is a tough one. So if you're looking for retail, it's it's definitely tough because a lot of stores are not doing so well. Restaurants have a, uh, a smaller staff. Yeah. But I do think it is, you know, they might tell you to go online, but I would still, you know, wear your mask, show your COVID careful, go into the store that you're thinking of, go into the business that you're thinking of and just say, hi, I applied online, but I just wanted to introduce myself. Is there any chance the manager's here? When will the manager be here? Um, I just want to put like a name to, uh, a face to a name in, in the sea of applicants and just say it, you know, like I'm, I, you know, I know that can sometimes get lost in a black hole. So I just want to say, I'm Claire, 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 and like say your name a thousand times and, and just, you know, go into the store and hopefully one of the employees will, you know, mention it to manager or you'll actually get to catch the manager. And, um, that would be my advice if you're looking for, for retail. Um, but yeah, you just got to go in person or, you know, honestly, like the biggest way I've, the only way I've really ever gotten any job is like a friend of a friend or an acquaintance. and. I've literally never gotten a job by just by just applying uh, in a black hole. And I know that might sound really discouraging to a lot of people. This is just my personal experience. But but it's hard. You need somebody that like works at this. I've gotten so many restaurant jobs back when I worked at restaurants. They were always through a friend. Like not one was me just applying to a restaurant job. You know, like every restaurant, CPK, BJ's Pizza sensation uh you specialized in pizza at some the, point where else i worked at a sushi restaurant on sunset boulevard i worked at the rest my college's restaurant on camp i worked at a lot of restaurants <laughs> it's weird it's like why didn't i just stay at one i don't know i can't remember but <laughs> um you just wanted a ton of experience i guess i don't know also they were all in like different locations in like different parts of my life but um but they were all like i had a friend working at the restaurant and i was like oh can I'm going to apply, but like, can you, you know, put in a good word and then I would get an interview and then I would kill it at the interview, obviously, because it doesn't matter even if you have a friend that works there and they, you know, they say like, oh, you know, like, Lauren's the best. She's the best. Like you have to kill it in the interview. So like, right. I don't know. I could give you interview tips, but you know, like it's an interview. So dress like an interview. You don't need to wear necessarily like an entire business suit. For, you know for retail but like dress 
like the store, but like a little more professionally than the store, you know, show you understand the style of the store. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's a clothing store, but that actually might not even be true. But but, you know, dress more professionally than the actual employees dress would be my advice. Be early. Don't be if just don't you can't be late. Like you truly can't be late. You have to be early. Um, you know, phone away, phone off, uh, smile, look at look in the eye. Like, don't do crazy shit with your hands, hands in your lap. I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff that like bothered me when I would like interview people. Um, yeah, and just have have answers. Anecdotes are always the best for answers so if they you know for whatever question have like I just have a few like anecdotes of like how you've helped like specific customers and like how you solved a problem um I don't know that would would be my advice yeah I was gonna say it's hard to think of anecdotes on the spot I don't know that's always been like my problem and I'm like if I don't have them banked like my mind will blank I always I mean for any job I've applied to and also like I um I'm a Virgo, so I overplan, but I will always like look over what the job description said in like the posting and then like make notes based on like what I would say to each one of like what is an example of this skill that I have or, you know, yeah, like an anecdote that I had that relates to this thing. Um, But so my two bits of advice, one is the same thing you said, which is like friend of a friend, like use your contacts, go through your phone, go through like your list of friends on like whatever social media you have and see where they all work. And if you're like, comfortable, like up. post on Instagram or Facebook too, because you never know yeah. if like some random person that follows you that like sometimes it's not, it's usually not your close friends. It's usually more of an acquaintance. Right. Exactly. So that's, I agree. That's how I've gotten like every good job that I've ever had was like through a friend of a friend. Um, and then the other thing, because as somebody who is also looking for a job right now, um, I was like really bummed out every time I looked at my resume. It was so ugly and boring. And I was like, I want it to stand out and look good. Um, and I actually bought a resume template on Etsy. This is a thing that I did not know existed. Etsy has a booming business of resume templates for like $5. You can buy this beautiful template and then plug in all your information and it just looks so much nicer. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't know what I'm doing so that it really helped jazz up my resume that's great advice and the last thing I would say is that no matter what job you're gonna work at people want to work around work with somebody that's really nice and friendly so you know smile be nice be your most like nice and friendly self and just show gratitude for the opportunity to like interview and you know just like thank you so much really appreciate it all that's all that it sounds obvious but then people don't do it and I don't get why all right what else we got in the mailbox Okay, next up, this one is from an anonymous listener, and the subject line was sweating over a simple question. Okay, so she says, hi, ladies. Love your podcast, and I've been listening for a bit over a year now. I'm 23, live in California, and need some advice. I have a crush on one of the guys who works at the door at my gym. I had found out he was a photographer and did a photo shoot with him a few weeks ago. I am pretty sure he is single because he had mentioned something about his ex, he had asked for my for my number after the shoot but hasn't texted. I have his Instagram. That's how we have been messaging. I really want to ask him out, but I am not sure how I should go about it. I want to do it in person, but when I am checking into the gym, doesn't always feel like the right time. Always love the advice you two give, XO. Um, oh, this is a great question. So 
I mean, I would just, if you don't want to do it at the gym, I mean, I, I would just make it very casual. Be like, hey, let me know if you ever want to hang. And like same even over over like an Instagram DM. If you, you know, if it's in person, I'd be like, hey, let me know if you ever like, you know, want to do like an outdoor hang or if you're getting out when I'm, you know, leaving, like we should like grab, we should grab a bite sometime. And if he doesn't want to, you're not going to be embarrassed, you know, because you just like make it so casual. And if he's at all interested, he will like hopefully take the cue and like follow up on it. And then if you feel weird doing it in person, then you could also just do it over DM. Be like, hey, it was great to see you the other day. I'm like at the gym and, you know, thanks so much for the photo shoot. Like um, I've been doing a lot of like outdoor picnic hangs or like outdoor dining. Let me know if you let me know if you ever want to like let me know if you ever want to hang or or, you know, of any good spots, you know, just like keep it very cash. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't overthink it i don't think it has to be like do you want to go on a date with me like you you can right you can really like be forward by opening it opening up the like let me know let me know if you want to hang or uh if you want to be more specific like have a specific thing you're doing although usually that would have to be like with friends you know but um if 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 you're at the gym and he's like about to get off be like um Oh, I'm going to be like over at the coffee shop, you know, reading and like doing some work outside, like stop by when you get off work if you want to, if you want to hang a bit. And like, if he's at all interested, then like he will stop by that coffee shop where you're like hanging out. I mean, I also don't want you sitting like sadly reading at the coffee (laughs) shop and then just nobody shows up and, you know, and maybe make sure it's the coffee shop you really like. Yeah. And make sure it's something you actually want to do. But those are just some suggestions that I would do. Yeah. I um I would say it's funny if the if the genders were reversed I would feel uncomfortable telling a guy it's okay to ask a girl out at her job because like your job is like you shouldn't be bothered by that sort of thing like you're in a different mode when you're working but they um, did like a photo shoot together so they've also kind of technically hung right, out they outside have a personal... of work and they've been like messaging on Instagram so like even if it was a guy I think I would say like I mean, you clearly have, like, an open dialogue, um, you know, read the room with the girl. I'm, I know. I definitely am with you in that I'm more protective of, like, the women, which, I right. don't know, maybe that – maybe somebody would say that's I don't, not, you know I, – I just can't see her, like, harassing this dude being, right. like, I want your dick, you know? like <laughs> So I'm just, like, less worried about her making this yeah. guy feel uncomfortable. Getting banned from the gym. Yeah, I just can't see that happening. Like, there's a chance he might not be interested, or just like totally not there and not pick up on the cues. That's well, that's why it should be fairly obvious. Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's true what you said. Like, you don't have to make it explicitly like, like, go out with me on a date. Yeah. Want to make out sometimes? Don't do anything. You want to hang out? Would make you uncomfortable to see him again. Right. Exactly. Especially if he's not interested and then you still go to that gym, you want to be comfortable going back. So And don't be yeah. offended if he like isn't interested. I mean, if don't I mean that's easier said than done because it hurt I want everyone in the world to think I'm like hot and beautiful and want me, but um right. I mean not anymore. I'm like happily married with a kid and one on the but way. But still I want everyone in the world to want me. Yes, everybody does, right? But 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 it's like the book, like he's just not that into you. It's like, okay, it's a chemistry thing, it's like a taste thing, it's whatever it is. So Right. You have no idea what it could be. It could be his ex. He could be like hung up on his ex that he mentioned. He he brought her up at your photo shoot. Who knows? Who knows? 
We hope that's helpful. If any of you listeners want your questions answered, email us at contact at thisiswhythepodcast.com. You can email us about anything in the world. We love, we still love answering your dating questions. I know like a lot of the topics on the show are about a lot of different things, but we love these dating questions. You can ask us about work, roommates, parenting, I don't know, clothing, whatever you want to ask us about, <laughs> beauty, whatever. We, We've answered baking questions. We like everything. We'll talk, we'll give you our opinion about anything. Um, you can also find all of our contact info on our website. This is why the podcast.com next, we're going to dive into this week's topic, but first let's quickly thank our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, better help, better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect with them in a safe and private online environment. It's convenient and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Uh, it's not self-help. This is professional counseling. Angela and I have talked for a long time on the podcast about how much we both love therapy and how much it's played an important role in our lives. We're very, very big advocates of, of therapy. We love giving our best friend, big sister advice on the podcast. But when it comes to like, you know, deep, dark trauma of my childhood, I got to go see a professional. Yeah. Only one person's lucky enough to hear about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Tell us about, about better help. I mean, this is like so important right now, Angela, when there's article after article after article about how people have increased depression and anxiety with everything going on in the world right now and being home and close quarters and, and just the anxiety of getting sick and losing loved ones. And like the list it can go on. Like people need therapy. Heavy. Yeah. People need therapy now more than ever. I, I believe. And, and, you know, but it can be overwhelming because traditional therapy, you think of it as being in person, but, but like I've been doing the phone calls with my therapist for like the whole pandemic. And I always thought that that wouldn't be as helpful for some reason. And and I love it. Like it's, I, I like, don't think I'm ever going to go back to like in-person therapy and like waste that commute time. Um, so like the virtual stuff works in my opinion, but, but tell people about better help. Well, that is the great thing about BetterHelp is it's it's perfectly designed for the moment that we're in right now because it's all virtual. You never have to go sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Uh, you can do video or phone sessions. I've actually been doing video sessions with my therapist because um, I like to see her face and she likes to see mine. So it's it's almost like you're there in person, but you can have your pajamas on. It's great. Um, it's also more affordable than tr- traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So we love that. Um, They also, this is, I think maybe my favorite aspect is they are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed, because sometimes if you get a counselor that you don't vibe with, you don't have great chemistry, people think that, oh, therapy is not for me. It could just be the person you're talking to. So you got to find the right person. There's a lid for every pot, even in therapy. Um, so yeah, BetterHelp makes it easy to kind of date around. Absolutely. So check them out. We, we think, you know, everyone can benefit from therapy. Um, and I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash this is why join over 1 million people who have taken advantage and taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash this is why. 
We'd like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. I love subscriptionizing things that are just regular things in my life, like taking vitamins, something I want to do every day. Just makes sense for me to have a subscription so I don't need to think about it. I don't run out. I'm not worried. And I don't have to open a bunch of different bottles of different vitamins that I need. I just open a daily pack, pop it in my mouth, and it makes things easier for me. It's true. The only time that you have to think with care of is at the very beginning when you're filling out the quiz. And then the rest of the time, it's super easy. You just pop the pills. But even the Uh, quiz is fun. And the quiz is fun, yeah, because you get to talk about yourself. And who doesn't love that? Um, A little bit about the quiz. Care of's in-depth five-minute online quiz asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, and your health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. Care of's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house. We love not leaving our houses and we love talking about ourselves. So you're going to love doing this quiz. Um, As the seasons change, it's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system um, in the next, in the upcoming season. Absolutely. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com slash this is why five zero and enter code this is why 50. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com slash this is why 50 with a five zero and enter code this is why 50. This week's topic is a very weird holiday season. So how are you handling the holidays this year with your fam? So we are recording this episode before Thanksgiving, even though it's coming out, out after Thanksgiving. But um, if I know. Thanks- I guess maybe this one should have come out before, but whatever. We did what we did. <laughs> but it, it's <laughs> it's the same rules apply between Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah, whatever. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, And New year. Year's and like, yeah. The same complications. Uh, so it's funny, like for Thanksgiving, Ian and I have never figured out Thanksgiving. We've like everything else we've always like been able to like share, but Thanksgiving, like nobody wants to budge. Like I don't want to give up seeing my family. He doesn't want to give up seeing his family. So in the past, well, it's easy because you're, you're Jewish and he's not. So the Christmas. Right. Oh wait, no, he, sorry. He's oh, no, Jewish. Sorry. He's, right. he's, he's Jewish. Jewish you're not. not. And so like the Christmas thing and the Hanukkah, it's like, okay, great. No, not a problem. Non, non-issue. Exactly. It's almost, so this it would almost only would be one. easier if you if you were both if you both celebrated Christmas because in that case what most of my friends and couples do is they then switch every year. So like this year, not this year because it's whatever, but like on a normal year, you would do Christmas at your house, Thanksgiving at his, and then the following year, Thanksgiving at your house, Christmas at his, and you just like right. flip. You go like, it's like every other year Thanksgiving, every other year Christmas. But at the same time, I think because I'm an only child, I don't even know if I would be cool with that because like, I just feel like I have to be with my parents for major holidays because they don't have other kids. And if I'm not there, then they're like, would they go to his, his? So that was going to be, so every year for Thanksgiving, what we do is I go to my parents, he goes to his parents. And then the next day I always go uh, out to his family and spend the weekend with his family. Um. And that can't happen this year. One, because, I mean, we're only seeing our parents. Like, it's like there's no extended family. But 
we always want to put like large gaps of time between seeing parents because we don't want to like spread any germs if anybody is potentially exposed. So I can't go like 24 hours later to his family because that could be dangerous. Um, so, but like, yeah, if this year, if it were a normal year, we probably would have just combined the families finally, which we can't do. Um, so we're just going to be separate. That's like our solution. It sounds like it sounds the safest. So for me, for Thanksgiving, which like I said, that's already happened when this airs, um, we're just going to be in Brooklyn. We're not going anywhere. We just realized like it just wasn't safe to go to Ohio right now. And yeah. like Ohio is a hot spot and, um, and, and I usually would go to California because before this, I used to just go to California to visit my family when it was convenient, like you and I were always going out there for work stuff and like mm -hmm. eventually, you know, Nick would come on some of the trips and I was always making like multiple work trips out to California. And so I would just use that as family time. But then when I had a kid, my mom like had a talk and she was like, look, like tradition is important. I want one holiday a year. Like I, and I really, and it kind of worked out because I am not coming out there as much for work anymore. And so I was like, all right, fine. Like, you know, you, you want, she wants Thanksgiving. Although I really did miss just staying local and doing like Friendsgiving. Like Friendsgiving mm -hmm. was my favorite thing. So I, I don't, maybe I'll give her, maybe when this all clears up, I'll give her like a different holiday anyways. Because Thanksgiving is such a popular holiday. It's, it's like, it's really not fun traveling on popular holidays. But anyways, that's another story. We would typically be going to California, which we're 100% not doing. So I think we're just, we're just staying. Or we are just staying. And then for Christmas is a little more tricky because like, Technically, his parents are in driving distance, but like now that I'm pregnant, I don't really want to drive like nine hours in the car. It's just like hard on my body by that time. That's and hard for anybody. Yeah, it's hard. And to and get pregnant would be a lot. Pregnant will be uncomfortable and with a two year old. So I don't really want to like do the drive, you know? Yeah. Right now with like a two year old and, and like pregnant. And you would and, definitely have to stop to use the restroom, which is not ideal. It's not ideal. And, like, I also – I mean, I, what I did last time was luckily I didn't have to, like, poop and I just, like, peed on the side of the road because I just would, right. I just didn't want to go into anywhere, you know? Yeah. And – and um, because we did that drive once um, mm -hmm. and – like, during COVID. And, and then – but, yeah, but, like, I still am just, like, nervous – we know like the state in general i'm just nervous I, going anywhere i'm nervous doing anything and then yeah it's just it's all fucking hard i know i mean i feel really throughout this whole thing i felt lucky that i'm driving distance from my parents were driving distance from ian's parents like talking like less than two hours not nine hours because that would that would definitely make my holiday situation completely different. I don't think that we would see anybody probably. Um, but yeah, and you're right. Like when the different cultures in different states or even in different zip codes is very challenging. Like well, I People was just, just follow different rules in different yeah. places, like even if there's not outbreaks. So I, I, we wrote, you and I wrote some advice that we had for people. I think the biggest thing is like you might feel pressured by certain family members. I think, you know, like what Nick has just been saying is like this year is a wash. 
you know, like it's, yeah. it's a weird year. Like we're just like not gonna do the holiday. Like don't get all sentimental about it. It's fine. It's just a weird year, which is why I just like, it baffles me when I keep seeing these like giant birthday parties being thrown. I'm like, really that like, really just like, don't have a birthday party for one fucking year. Like you're okay. Like right. you're what an egotist to like need to like the goddamn Kardashians, like both of them. I was just going to say having that giant Halloween party, like idiots. You freaking idiot. Like, and we all know like the rapid test didn't work. That's how the super spread event at like the White House happened was because they trusted those rapid tests. So like for real. So like the stupid Kardashians throwing their giant, like, like you guys can, you guys can have one Halloween where it's, where you just like chill and stay home. You can have one, like you can just, just for one year, you don't need to follow the tradition, like the tradition that you, that you do every typical year. Cause this is not a typical year and like people's lives are at stake right. and it baffles me. So I think you could just say like, look, this is a weird year. I think, you know, this year we're just like gonna, that, you know, it's a weird year. This year's a wash. That's been like my phrase feel free to borrow it set boundaries with family members who assume things will be normal like of course we'll be celebrating like christmas or you know like if you have plans with friends every year like of course we'll just be doing that you know i think you just need to say like hey like i'm just taking this extra safe because blah blah you know i mean you shouldn't need a reason but if you want to like some reasons you could say i mean for me it's because i'm pregnant uh it could be because my roommate has asthma it could be because my neighbor is elderly and I help her out. It could be because I don't know any, any reason that you feel you need to give. Um, I'm personally not flying. If you, you know, you just need to be very strict. If you fly, you have to quarantine and get tested. You can do the, like get tested within, you know, between five to seven days, seven days is old. You know, um, you'd have to quarantine from five to seven days and then you can get tested. Um, but basically after exposure of something like an airplane, you're supposed to wait five to seven days before you get tested. Cause that's how long it takes to like incubate according to my doctor. Um, COVID tests before we visit goes both ways. You know, both sides have to get tested. I don't even care if it's the person that's like at risk, you know, if it's like your, your elderly parents and they're like, you got to get tested, but not me. I, I, I really believe it like has to go both ways, you know, so they should get tested too. Um, we have it's a- also really easy. I mean, I, I actually, I can only speak for in New York and in Pennsylvania. I've been tested in both places and it's been extremely easy. There you go. To get a test. Um, honestly, like I said, this year is just a wash. We have a lot more holidays to look forward to and you want a lot more holidays to look forward to, which won't happen if somebody gets sick and dies. So if you want to continue celebrating lots of holidays with people, then be careful. It's not a big deal. It's not worth getting sick. Number four, uh, set, you know, make, just send the gifts in the mail. It's fine. You'll spend yeah. a little more money. You can most stuff's of it on Amazon if you really want to do that. But, you know, I think it's nice to package them up in the pretty gift wrapping and like send them in the mail. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a sad New Year's. That's just. But also it's going to feel so good for this year to end. It's going to feel so good for this year to end. And I, I, I mean, I'm joking that it's going to be a sad New Year's. Some of my favorite New Year's have been ones where I've just like actually stayed home. I've gone to, I can't tell you how many parties I've been to where I'm like, how long do we, oh, fuck, we have to stay until after, we have to stay till you know, can't leave before the right. countdown. 
And I'm like, oh, that's so long. We can't believe we got here at nine, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe we have to wait till midnight. Like we, And then literally after the countdown, I like have my jacket on while I'm doing the countdown. I'm like, this part yes. is just not fun. And so it's it's actually really, really nice to watch like the countdown on TV. It's going to be very different this year because obviously they're not going to do the crowds in Times Square. Yeah. Um, um, but I'm sure they'll do some performances pre-taped or some ish. And, uh, it's always extremely cheesy to watch on TV. So like get some champagne and for me, I'll have non-alcoholic kombucha and nice. Just watch it on TV. Yeah. And have a little spread of hors d'oeuvres. That's always fun. Do you have any other advice for like getting, you know, just basically, I think a lot of the biggest thing, Angela is like, it's other it, it's the pressure that people feel with from other people in their lives to like carry on with the same tradition that they've been doing for the last you know 20 years and yeah. it's hard for people to pause and really accept that like they get so sentimental of like I'm not gonna have a Christmas I'm not gonna have a Christmas with you it's like yeah because it's just not safe to travel to you you know I know and I mean I I noticed when we when this whole thing started we were like a month in and I remember people being like well, we can't do this forever. We just need to open up. Like Ian had a coworker that lived in Georgia and it was like two months into the pandemic and they started opening up restaurants and he's like, well, we can't be locked down forever. And it was like, it's not forever. It's been two months. And I feel the same way now about the holidays. Like this isn't forever. It's one year. Like it hasn't even been a year since it started. You can sacrifice your holiday this year. It's not going to be forever. You know, just be patient, which I know is hard because we don't know when this will end, but it's not forever. Yeah, exactly. On that note, it is time for us to talk about what we've been reading. I love the dramatic trumpet that I just kept in for the last segment, even though the last segment is not, it's not hugely like a big anticipation, but. Well, it depends if, if this is your favorite segment of the show then that sound cue is perfect. True. What have you been reading? I hope if it not, fits a uh, dramatic sound cue. It doesn't fit at all. It's uh, from the New York Times. It's How to Get Your Friends to Stop Treating You Like a Therapist. This is by Allie Volpe. Um, I will say I don't really have this problem. I actually wish my friends would dish even more of their personal lives to me. I me too. Um, but if you have the opposite problem, then this article will help you out. Um, so they said maintaining your own emotional equilibrium is essential if you're going to be fully present for your companions. So you got to kind of set boundaries. Um, and these were the tips that they had. They said, determine what your friend truly needs. And this is advice that Laura and I actually give a lot on the show. They said, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what ask, I to say. Yeah. Ask if they want solutions or if they, they just want to vent. That's actually something that I can get better at because a lot of times people will vent to me and I just have this instinct. I Maybe it's because we do this podcast that I'm constantly trying to like fix, you know, people's problems and I'm just so used to instantly if somebody tells me something to like, oh, I know exactly what to do. Like, you know, like even when like right. you were, you know, it's telling me about how um, like, you know, your therapist like told you not to ask for a promotion or something. I was like, I was like, but this is exactly what you have to do. First, you have to like, you know, get rid of your therapist. Then this is how you're going to ask for this promotion. Da, 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 da. When like maybe you were just venting to me. And so knowing the difference and kind of like holding back and 
even though you think you have the exact right solution, if someone just followed your perfect rule book, they might not be wanting to hear you. Uh, like they might not want to hear your how you would handle the situation. They might just want you to listen and just be a listening ear. And like that's happened to me a lot, where I have like you know told people what's going on in my pregnancy or or you know and then they end up saying something like offensive that like pisses me off or bothers right. me or you know like well you need to switch your doctor and i'm like well i'm not switching my doctor again <laughs> so like like you know okay and fucking forget it let's change topics you know and right and um and i think if you're the one doing the venting sometimes you don't even like at the start of the conversation you might not be sure about what you want from the other person if you want feedback or if you just want to vent. So that's why I think as the listener just let the person like get it all out first and then kind of feel out how you should respond. Like it doesn't work if you do it at the top of the conversation. That's a good point. Wait till they finish venting and then ask. It's probably really refreshing to after venting have somebody ask you like do you be like that sounds, you know, first sympathize and validate their experience and then say, like, I'm here to listen. Do you want, you know, do you want advice or do you just want me to listen? And that's probably a really refreshing question for people to hear. Yeah, I agree. Um, so some other advice, set boundaries for yourself. Like how is your friend going to know what you want uh, if you don't set boundaries? So like let them know when you're available to hear from them and uh, yeah, how much, how much time and energy you're having at that moment. Um, don't take on their baggage. It's not up to you to make things better for them. Just being in a relationship with them and being willing to listen is something really valuable. And finally, they said, be kind to yourself because feeling emotionally depleted is a regular aspect of pandemic life, regardless of our experience. And it's okay to admit that we're feeling overwhelmed too. I love that. Yeah. My, my mom experienced this. This is like, I think why I liked this story is she kind of had to like end a friendship because the the friend was like just in a dark place, but for like years. And it was like, my mom was just like, like dreading their conversations because she treated her like a therapist. And it like really wasn't fair to my mom. It was to the point like you can't, you can't just talk about happy stuff with friends, of course, you know, and you need to be a shoulder to, it's, you know, as a friend, it's, it's your job to like also help out your friends and listen and be a shoulder for them to lean on. But they can take it. Some people just take advantage of that. Right. And something they pointed out at the top of the article is like that friendships are and like venting to your friends is a good way to to prevent burnout. But where it gets dangerous is when it's one sided. If like you're only ever venting and never asking the other person how they are. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. That's exhausting. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to go have lunch with someone that just, you know, takes control of the whole conversation. Yep. Um, so I've been reading People Magazine. They did like a roundup of unfiltered celebrity confessions about postpartum sex, which I'm pregnant right now, but I have like had postpartum sex. So I, I don't know. I always like, I don't know why like celebrities at the end of the day, they're just people like us, but (laughs) I needs, but I do like hearing them talk about sex, uh, especially postpartum sex. So I thought I'd read a few of them because I thought they were fun, um, or not fun, but interesting. Ashley Graham, the model, said she and her husband, Justin, uh, they, like, they tried to have sex when their 10-month-old was napping, but but, uh, she had no qualms about getting busy post-baby. She said, a lot of women have asked me, were you afraid to have sex again? 
Not at all. And the reason I wasn't was because I know my vagina was made to have a baby and to push it out. And I knew it was going to go right back to what it was. Everything's still in there. It all feels the same. The furniture is just probably rearranged. I mean, God bless her. Like, that's not everybody's experience. But God bless the model. Gorgeous model, Ashley. Well, for for it to be considered postpartum sex, does it have to fall within a certain window after the time you've given birth? That is a wonderful question. So technically, from what I've heard from like, my like prenatal and postnatal like yoga people and like even doctors like once you have a baby you're technically always in postpartum but right. I think like probably postpartum if if I had to guess would be like maybe like in the year after you have a baby you know because like maybe right. after a year I don't think you would call it postpartum sex but maybe it technically is like anything but I would is think postpartum. like obviously too soon is like dangerous Yeah, they say you have to wait six weeks, which brings us to Kelly Rowland. She says, you know that six-week period after childbirth? It feels like forever because usually your doctors tell you to wait six weeks. Um, And as a gentleman, her husband, Tim, he's very gentle. So he wanted to give me a little more space. And I'm like, no, let's go. I'm still a mom and it doesn't matter. I'm a woman. I have physical needs. (laughs) I'm getting the feeling that the celebrities that wanted to talk about this are the ones that are like happy to be like, my pussy's perfect and right. like I like still have my sex drive. But like and the, I'm horny all the time. I'm horny all the time. And like <laughs> and of course they want to talk about it. Whereas the ones that were like, it felt like a pole being jammed in there and I didn't want to have sex for the next like year. They probably like don't want to go public with that. Okay, so Whitney Port said, When we were just starting to be intimate again after we had Sunny, I was really, really self-conscious. I was self-conscious about my boobs and my nipples because they were just engorged and uncomfortable and misshaped and so huge. I remember that being a bit of an inhibitor to our sex life because I wasn't fully able to enjoy myself because I was so self-conscious of what he was thinking about my body at the time. I had to give props to like the the reality stars normally like keep it a little more real. Go figure. Go figure. Um, most people, and then this is Courtney Kardashian, most people can have sex six weeks after, but the doctor told me to wait two months. I don't know. Why? She's, Kim says, why? And she says, I don't know. But once the doctor gave, me, gave us the okay, we were like excited to try it. But it was very painful. It felt like a metal pole. Yes, I've heard this. Uh, a metal pole is literally, literally ramming you in the crotch. Jesus. I, again, I love that the reality stars like keep it very real. And then, and then it's like the other celebrities that are like, I'm a sex goddess. And like my vagina is right. perfect. Um, I mean, yeah. For me, I had a C-section. So I was like. As soon as I got the okay, like, you know, once I recovered from surgery, which took like a little longer than six weeks, I was like excited of sex and was so shocked beyond belief that it did feel like a pull going into my vagina. And I was like, what is happening? The baby didn't even come out of my vagina. Really? I mean, like my vagina was like, it, I think it like, I don't know if it was like tight. Like it felt like I was a virgin having sex again. It didn't feel like the metal. I think the metal pole thing is because it's like just injured in there, you know? And mine wasn't injured because like the baby didn't come out, but I remember being so shocked and I was like, Oh my God. And Nick's like, what? And I was like, it hurts so bad. I'm just, I'm confused and I'm shocked. I don't know why this hurts so bad. And he was like, Oh my God. And for him, that's like the biggest turnoff is doing something that's uncomfortable for me because he's a nice guy. And, um, and so he wanted to stop, but I like really wanted to have sex. And I just, I just remember being so confused and I still don't really have an answer for it. I would love some like doctor to explain why it still hurt so bad to have sex after a C-section. I bet just like everything, I don't know, maybe just like the weight of the baby, like 
like have you the heard muscles that from- tighten? I, I I don't know. Do you know other people that have had C-sections that had similar things? I didn't ask my friends that had C-sections. I would love to know. I think I that's know. fascinating. It was really weird. It like eventually went away, but like the first few times we had sex, it I can only describe it as it was like losing my virginity again. Wow. <laughs> On that note, that is this week's This Is Why podcast. Check out our book, This Is Why You're Single, and my new book, Cinderella and the Glass Ceiling and Other Feminist Fairy Tales. They will both make you laugh. Hopefully, they will both bring you bring some joy to your life. They're available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, but we very, very, very much encourage that you call your local indie bookstore and ask them to order them for you if they don't have them. Um, they probably won't have them, but <laughs> they, they only carry like the most popular books because they're an indie bookstore. They just right. have a smaller stash, but you can call and they will order you whatever you want. And right. we still like supporting our local indie bookstores, even if they don't right. carry our books. And hey, the <laughs> books make... Great holiday gifts. Our holiday episode. Maybe it'll make your holiday season a little less weird. Order some books through whichever book retailer you would like. Um, And for more gifts, you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhythepodcast.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisiswhypodcast. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why. This is why. Pop culture, politics, friendship, dating, work, parenting, news. This is why. The podcast. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>